Hello and welcome to the second episode of Beds's Game Shack. Uh, today I have a guest with me who goes by the name of Ubelian. Hello. How are you, Ubelian? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. No, I'm glad. I'm glad. Um, so, as you know uh, from listening to the first episode, because I assume you have, that we have a format of I currently have. playing... Um, well, I think I said recently playing in the last episode, so recently playing, then news, then a game we play together. So, yeah, we'll start with uh, what we currently play in, and uh, I'm wondering what you have been currently playing. Well, I've, I've come back from an eight-year hiatus on Pokemon. Eight uh, years? I started playing Shining Pearl. Yeah, um... The last one I played was Alpha Zephyr on the 3DS. Wow, that is a long while, man. Uh, any particular reason yeah, why um, you came back to the series? Nostalgic for Gen 4 in particular. I remember uh, really enjoying Sinnoh region and just the game in general. No, that's fair enough, man. Um, uh... Didn't you? It's been a like obviously eight years, and you have the nostalgia for that generation. So the remakes would be cool, but wouldn't you like to have gone with something like Arceus? Definitely not. No. Um, How come? Uh, well, I'm not. I'm not too keen on the newer mechanics, I guess, and. Uh, I guess. Fair enough. It's just like, I, I was only wondering because obviously yeah, yeah. for me, when I played Legends Arceus or Arceus or Arceus mm -hmm. or Arceus, however you pronounce it, yeah. I really, really enjoyed the game. I, I thought it was like a really good step forward in the series. Like it needed to do something different. But I guess not playing the game for eight years, you're not going to... You're not going to see the small iterations done each time? No, I've not really formed the same attachment to to anything post-Gen 4, really, to be honest. Yeah, um, that's understandable. So that's probably why. So, uh, did you play a lot of Pokemon before Generation 4? Did you play, like, Blue or Red or Yellow, Gold, Silver, Crystal? Yes, so I started... I started on Leaf Green on the GBA. That was my first, um, which in itself was a remake of Red and Blue. Yeah. Um, then I moved on to Zephyr, and after that was the Heart Gold Soul Silver remakes, and then Alpha Zephyr for the nostalgia factor. Gen 4, of course, and now back to Gen 4 with Shining Pearl. That's fair enough. Um, so anyways, uh, would you be interested to hear about my current team? Yeah, actually, I would really like to hear yeah. about your current team uh, and okay, so how many times you've changed it or have you stuck with the same team since, like, not the start, but, well, I've you know, gone early with on. The, yeah. I've gone with the same starter as I did before, which was Pitplup. Cool. Uh, the water penguin type uh, one. Yeah, I know which one you're on about. 
Uh, I've diversified my team from there. I've gone for uh, Starapion. Yeah. I think it's pronounced. Um, recently caught a Skurapai, the uh, Poison Scorpion type one. Uh, a Luxio. Yeah. Magby, which I caught in the Grand Underground. Nice. Um, and a drift loon. That's that's the setup so far. So you got a, a few bases covered then for strengths and weaknesses. Yep. Nice. Certainly um, have. Have you mixed up your team at all then, or have you just as soon as you've got them stuck them in and stuck with them? Uh, well, when I played the original, I never went for a star apia. Um, never caught a magby. Uh, I think I went with a floatzel to for some reason, maybe perhaps as a HM slave, which of course you don't have to do in this game anymore. Thankfully. Yeah, which is great. Yep, that's one thing that uh, was always that's... irritating, wasn't it? The fact that you yeah. had to waste a slot on a, a pointless Pokemon mm. in like. Well, about yeah. seven generations, six generations. One. Yeah. And Sinnoh was particularly egregious with it, from memory. Yeah, well, they kept adding, like, in the first game, I think there was five here gems, then there was six, then there was seven, then there was 25, then there was 963. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? They kept adding more and more, and it was just... Uh, they needed a way yeah. of ruining them. A new system, definitely had to be implemented yeah the thing they is they know. still got the same uh, they still got the same roadblocks and things they still they still gated mm. off the areas they've just made it more enjoyable for you to play the game and not worry yeah. about more convenient yeah exactly convenience is key no one's going to complain about convenience mm. Unless you're a diehard, like, red Absolutely. fan or something and you're like no it must be this way and you can't move <laughs> diagonally Nah. That's one thing I always found I know, a little I like odd. Um, yeah. With red and blue, like they were on the Game Boy as well as Link's Awakening, and Link's Awakening you could move diagonally. I think. Huh. Sure, you could move like I... eight directions, mm -hmm. but you can't in red or blue. Just surprising. Huh. Yeah. No, I, ne I never knew that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's the case. I might be completely wrong, to be honest, but I'm sure I'm yeah. not, because it makes sense that uh, in Link's Awakening you can move in multiple directions, because otherwise it'd be a bit awkward fighting bosses if you would only move on a fucking grid, you oh, know? Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Link's Awakening, I do wish the art style was reminiscent of that the Link's Awakening remake uh, I know a lot of people weren't happy with the chibi style they, they chose with yeah. Shining Pearl Brilliant Diamond but I really like it um, I'm not really a fan of the uh, more realistic kind of uh, character character builds uh, they look I don't know um, what, what's the word I'm trying to think think of 
the proportions yeah the proportions yeah this is very uh much uh anime style isn't it now whereas before it kind of had that yeah. look but it was it was different mm. i guess yeah i think it's, it's a lot got more chibi look. yeah no mm. i actually like the, the chibi style but i i do prefer the links awakening remake visual so that would have been cool to have like yeah. plastic plastic mm. toy look like uh the, like uh when yeah. i spoke about it before to me it's like uh like a little play model that's being done you know uh, yeah a diorama yeah there you yeah. go how far into the game are you so i've just encountered the second gym haven't gone inside yet uh spent a lot of time in the grand underground last session got really sidetracked down there uh, catch a lot of Pokemon? Are you actually trying to get a lot of Pokemon or are you just levelling up and moving on? Yeah. Well, I was levelling up and moving on, but then I discovered the Grand Underground and I really got into it. Yeah, it's... Uh, if I remember correctly, it's exploring underground as well as doing the... Uh, no yeah. mine, yeah, like this mining and stuff like that. You can do, yeah, I'm not sure about anything. There's a uh, you can do, yeah, mining uh, different uh statues for your secret base, yeah. I saw the secret base, and there's the secret base I was gonna say as well, but I couldn't remember what it was. Mm. <laughs> Some reason I, I had yeah. a brain fart then. I was trying to think secret underground, but uh, base, but no, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I sounds like you're having fun with them, of... yeah. I, I have fond memories of the underground from the original game which i played in local multiplayer with with one of my school friends oh that's cool uh so it's been it's been great to revisit yeah i never like the only pokemon game i did anything locally with friends with was blue um because me I... and one of my friends he had red air blue and we battled once and that was it I don't think I've ever done anything like that since. <laughs> oh, it's been a long that's while. A shame. Yeah. I However, that... I do. I would need somebody to uh, trade a Magmar to evolve into Magmortar if anyone's available on G Arcade. Yeah, or anyone listening. But I, I um. Yes. I I uh, don't think I have anything to trade. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I'd, uh, yeah, I think you trade the mag magma, back. then they trade it back. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Uh, that's fair enough. I will say what I have been playing recently. Do you know what it is? Uh huh. It's overcooked. Ooh. All you can eat edition. <laughs> and overcooked. Uh -huh. If for those who don't know, it's a game where you cook things. And in this game where you cook things, you play it with people. So I, I've been playing it with the missus. Uh, we've been trying to get... We were trying to get three stars on every level. On Overcooked. Overcooked, all you can eat. That's all of Overcooked, including the DLC. All of Overcooked 2, including the DLC. So we were trying to get three stars on everything. Which we did, I think. Uh, but now we're going through it. Uh, they added a four-star mode. 
So you get four stars for the uh-huh. levels. We're in the middle of doing that. We've done uh these levels like one, 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 two, when it goes up to one, six, two, six, or four, something like that. But um basically we're up to five, two now. And getting four stars on some of these levels is goddamn tough. Uh have you played Overcut uh, at all? No, I've seen I've seen people play it. Uh usually couples on Twitch and uh it's one of those games that either strengthens relationships or creates a divide. <laughs> yeah. Uh some people get very frustrated with their other halves playing the yeah. game. Me yeah. and uh, me and the missus tend to have a so good laugh which actually. Of those, which of those categories have you and your missus fallen into? Yeah, we, we just have a laugh uh, most of the time. Hey. Sometimes I get really annoyed, but I'm in the category of we just have fun. Uh, yeah, we don't get too frustrated. I, I sometimes like fuck you, game, <laughs> when I dive into lava <laughs> by mistake or something, or accidentally drop my food into something and it disappears, and then I'm like, oh, great, gotta recook that. Yeah. Screwed up my full star rating. Restart. Uh, like a lot of the time, if we make yep. it like a single mistake, I'll restart, and the missus is like, "Don't restart it." <laughs> but I'm like, "Yeah, we made a mistake. We need to restart." But we probably don't sometimes. But I'm thinking, you know, you make a mistake yeah. in some way, you need to restart just in case. Otherwise, we're gonna do the whole thing, uh, be a couple of points off, and then it's gonna be like, "Oh, we gotta start again yeah. anyway." So why not just start well, again give it the right old, from the uh, off? Yeah, just just give it the old. Gordon Ramsay. Exactly. Set things on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that actually happens if you let your food cook for... Uh, mm. Like, there's it, it, a bar that fills. When it's cooking, a green bar fills. And when it's full, it disappears and, a t- like, a check mark comes up on your food. It's done. If you leave it to continue cooking, it will then burn. Um... You get time to do it, you'll have like a flash and exclamation mark beeping and it'll get faster and faster and then it'll eventually catch on fire. The fire then spreads through the kitchen on the units that are connected to it. So you could Yikes. have a really bad fire in your kitchen. You then got to put it out with a fire extinguisher, which all takes up more of your time then, which is a pain in the backside. Good Lord. <laughs> it is really good fun though. I don't know so, what it is. It's, it's really addictive. We've been playing it loads. Yeah. We've, like I said, we've done three star on everything, I think. Uh, if not everything, more or less everything. And we're now in the process of going through four stars. And we've done a fair, fair whack of Overcooked Ones levels. Um, It's a bit jarring when you play Overcooked 2 stuff for a while, because that's what we were doing last, was going through Overcooked 2 in the DLCs. It's a lot more Overcooked 2 DLC than there is 1. And you're able to throw raw food. So, like, sometimes you'll just... Like, you'll chop up a onion, say, to chuck into some soup. You'll turn around and just chuck it into the pot instead of having to run to it. In right. your first game, you can't do that. So a lot of times, I'll forget, try and chuck something, and waste time not being able to do it. And then I'll, shit, I've got to run over there. Ah, uh, it's fun. Right, but is that, is that not a risk-reward type situation? Because if you miss... Yeah, you have to run over and get spoiled. rid of it. Yeah, exactly. Or what can yeah. happen is is you'll throw things over. Like sometimes I'll be like, right, there's three pots over there. I need to put tomatoes in this one, onions in this one, mushrooms in this one. Throw the tomatoes 
perfect. Throw the onion, get uh, two onions in there, and then the other onion lands in the tomato pot. Or tip it all out and start again. <laughs> uh, and then that slows <laughs> oh, it down, God. and you get more tips for the faster you get your orders out, which increases your uh, score, which increases your star rating. And um, the longer it takes to get it out, uh, the, the obviously the lower the tip but the orders can run out and then if you miss an order it'll deduct like 30 pounds off you i say pound 30 coins so you'll actually lose money for every order that you miss so if you miss three orders you'll lose 90 bucks uh the tips also are work in a way where if you get your orders out but you do it in the order they come up you get a bonus on your tips so like It'll be times one, so you'll get like uh, a tip where it says 10 coins. The tip will be 10 coins. If the tip is 10 coins on uh, times two, you'll get 20 coins, and times three will be 30, times four will be 40. So it's always best to do it in order of uh, the way they come up. It's really, really tricky, Which, you know, but it's really fun. I, honestly, I think yeah. if you've got someone who is willing to play with you, you really should play it. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, I could. I mean, I obviously, I would obviously need somebody uh, living with with me to give it a bash. Not really, not because Overcooked yet. All You Can Eat Edition is all online. Ah, every level is okay. online, and you can play with up to four players. The score, I think, right. is increases each player you add. So say you need 100 points for one player, it'll be 150 for two, 200 for three, and 250 for four. Something like that. I don't know the exact details of the scores, but it does increase with each player because obviously you can do things a lot faster with more people. So they up the score. So there you go. It's annoying. <laughs> It's not annoying. It's really good yeah. fun, but sometimes it is frustrating. I mean, yeah, I'd, I I wouldn't throw a controller or anything, but I'd probably swear a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, I completely agree with that. Uh, sometimes, ugh, like you're enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, you're getting very angry at it. And then that's the thing. Like earlier on, I was playing it with with Mother Earth. I was playing it. Uh, before we recorded this for about two hours and one minute I'm going fuck you game and the next minute uh, like me and the missus will try and dash to do something we'll bump into each other knock each other into uh, icy water drown and, and both piss ourselves laughing it's like literally seconds after <laughs> I'm just screaming at the game for getting on my nerves yeah that's, it's, that's it's, the it's best a, way to take it yeah it's 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 uh, emotional roller coaster to say the least <laughs> considering it's just cooking yeah. and getting orders out it's not like some sort of uh, Shakespearean play uh, but uh, yeah it's it's really good fun Let's move on to some gaming news. I would, I, I did name this section top news, but 
I was looking around for some news and I couldn't really find much. Uh, and then you suggested uh, yeah, Lollipop Chainsaw oh. being remade. Yeah. So I had a, I had a look. Um, yeah. I, I had a look at uh, Lollipop Chainsaw and as you said, it's being remade. But I noticed that Suda51, uh, James Gunn and also Grasshopper, you know, I think that's Suda51's company, uh, I think, are not involved with the remake yeah. at all. Oh. So I don't know who is doing the so remake. Do we know who's behind it? No, I have no okay. idea. Um, I'm not saying there's no information out there, but I didn't see anything. Uh, so oh. it's going to be quite interesting to see what they kind of do with it. Like, are they going to tone it down? Are they going to change certain things? Is it how much of a remaster or remake is it going to be? Is I don't think there's a lot of information out there. Um, but it's interesting that well, that game's... Other than a revised soundtrack, because some of the music licenses uh, have expired. Nah, yeah. Um, and completely revamped graphics by the sounds of it. Oh, right. A whole new engine, perhaps. If it's going that far, it's going to be a proper remake then. Is it more than a remaster? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I heard the news of initially, I was really confused as to why this is getting remade. Um I can only think that it sold better than than anyone realised. Yeah, I never thought it did very well, to be honest. Like, I, I played it, I but mean, I rented I the it. game, but I, I don't remember much no. of it, other than having a head for a friend. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and, the, uh, and also the one achievement where you uh, tilt the camera at a certain angle. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't think I got that. <laughs> I'd have to check, but I don't to think honest, I do, that's actually. That's the only reason I bought it. That's the only reason I bought it back in the day. Uh, but, uh, so, with this being remade, my a question I put to you is, what game would you like to see remade? Not remastered, but fully remade. From the ground up. Oof. If you want to take it a bit more, right. make it a little bit more limited, from the same generation, so 360 PS3 era. Uh, which is also uh, Wii. Yeah, I think maybe Tomb Raider Underworld could be remade in the, uh, in the same vein of uh, the recent Tomb Raider trilogy. I never finished Tomb Raider Underworld, I'll be completely honest. I finished Anniversary. Uh, yeah. And Legends. I finished Legends, I finished Anniversary, and I really enjoyed them, but for some reason I played a bit of Underworld and just stopped playing it. I don't know why. Um, oh. So that being remade yeah. would actually be a good thing for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I say I want to remake only because I couldn't finish Underworld because of a game-breaking uh, bug. Oh, really? And I just... Yeah, I couldn't be asked starting over. <laughs> wow. That is shocking, man. Yeah. I didn't know there was that issue with it, but I can understand I wanted to start again. It's never happened to me. Never happened to me with a game before or since. I've never, like, got 
screwed over by a game bug that I can think of. Maybe I have, but I can't remember it. But I did have like dead space. I got I got to a save point with not a lot of ammo or anything. And then just after the save point, this tentacle thing grabs you and drags you along. And I could didn't have enough ammo to like get her off me. And stabbing it didn't work. And I couldn't go back because the way was blocked off. So it, I got stuck in a oh, yeah. like an endless cycle of just getting yanked about. <laughs> well, that's bad game design. It is, it? it is. But uh, you know, that's why I've never gone back to it. Uh, anything mm. else other than Tomb Raider? Uh, well, uh, a year ago I would have said Max Payne, but we of course know those are getting remade. Yeah, Remedy are remaking them, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, the, I, you know, those were pretty high on my, on my list for, for a long while. Ever since I played Max Payne Three, which was fantastic. Yeah, from what I've heard, Max Payne Three is very different to the Max Max Payne One and Two, and a lot of people say it's really mm. bad in comparison to them. Not that it's a really bad game, but it's not like a great Max Payne game. Me, I've only played Max yeah. Payne, the original Max Payne, briefly. I I had it on PS2. I probably still got it somewhere. It's just I like played it a little bit and then just never carried on because I my, my problem with a, a games a lot of time is I'll play for a bit and then a new game will come along or something yeah. and I'll be like right, I'm playing that now. Uh, I'll get I'll still play this game. And then I don't play that <laughs> game because I've moved on and I, so many unfinished games because of that. And my backlog is getting bigger as games. well. Ugh, just too many, too many games, too little time. Yup. Uh, where have I heard that before? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, see, I've asked you what you would like to see remade, but I honestly yeah. couldn't. I, I can't think of anything myself. Like, I'm thinking back. Like, one game, uh, well, two games, technically, I would love to see remade. Are the Oracle games for the Game Boy Color. I know this not console games, but I would like, like, home console. Yeah. But Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons are both really damn good. And I would like them to be remade in the same style as Link's Awakening on the Switch. That would be cool, and I would buy yeah, that. I mean, we've got we've got reason to suspect those are already in the pipeline somewhere. Have we? Have we? Oh, well, <laughs> well, given the Link's Awakening remake, uh, that's uh, all right. I'm basing it on. Ah, uh, fair um, enough. Fair enough. I wonder if they and also <laughs> fan demand. Yeah, that's true. Um. Then again, people have demand, been demanding F Zero for about fifty years, and Nintendo still haven't given us a new one. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's, you need to spend forty k to to get that answered properly. Uh, but even um, then, their answers are pretty shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like when you've seen it, it's like, oh, we need a new kind of gimmicky kind of thing. And I can't help but think, yeah. like, they don't need a gimmicky thing. Just make it and put it, like, really good and put it online. 
a decent server, yeah. and it'll be fine. Yeah, online, uh, a track editor would be a, a big new feature they could introduce or expand upon. Exactly. Um, it's just yeah, especially with the online I mean, infrastructure. Yeah. I, I think that's one issue, though. It's like, yeah, we'd like to see these games come and be online with Nintendo, and then it's like, yeah, but we know online with Nintendo's not great. It's like, you know, half assed <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, their last attempt was uh, was in Nintendo Land. The, it was the last time they actually referenced the source of F-Zero as a racing type game. Yeah, actually, I forgot about that with the little track you do, like the tiny Mute City bit. Mm. Yeah, I think it was yeah. Mute City. That's as close as they've ever gotten in the past however many years. And it was just a mini game. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder why, like, obviously it doesn't do enough money, like, but they could do, do it as a smaller... Cheaper title. And I think might, they might Switch get away online. with it. Hmm. Yeah, make it exclusive to Switch Online members, perhaps. Definitely something they could do. Like, I don't know. It is obviously a lot of issues eh, that people like us don't know about, but no. it would be cool to see a new game. In the F Zero yeah, series, absolutely. think about right. A uh, Star Fox, I'd like to see come back. Yeah, no, I'm not fussed uh, about Star Fox myself. I've no, never uh, played any of the games. I was playing a game uh, the other day on, on stream uh, called X Zodiac, and that is very yes, very Star Foxy. Uh, Lilith Wars, Star Fox sixty four. Uh, vibes you get from it. Uh, it's very similar to the uh, kind of Space Harrier-ish yeah, too. Ultra, yeah. 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 Is this there's um that really scratches that Star Fox itch to be honest. I wasn't very good at it. I died a lot and I, I was never very good at the Star Fox games. But are they genuinely quite fun? Like I played it, and and one of the things like I was reading about it is like it is inspired by Star Fox and Space Harrier and Panzer Dragoon and Reds and that kind of game. But I really did have a lot of fun. It was very enjoyable. And uh, that was on Game Pass. No, it was a key I got for specifically to stream. Oh, I remember yeah. Yeah. yeah whereas, like, I'm just thinking if Nintendo was to. If they were to make a Star Fox game, but instead of it being with some kind of gimmick again, like the the way you control the Wii U game with the the Star Fox Zero with the, the gamepad, I, yes. Like if they yeah, just remove yeah. that kind of thing and just give you a straight up fun Star Fox yeah. game, I think I think people would be well into that. And I think with that unconventional control method they used in the previous game, they ironically restricted themselves in in terms of how how they could design the levels and whatnot. 
Yeah, uh, possibly, or they just shoehorn the controls in before fuck the levels. Perhaps, yeah. But I do think Nintendo shoot themselves in the foot quite often when it comes to gimmicks. Nintendo do really well games and make good games and stuff, but they also they kind of block themselves from doing certain things because of the way they. Uh, what's the how best put it? It's like. They block themselves from making like really cool games and stuff simply because they think, hey, we need this like magic freaking idea that people will latch on to. And like Nintendo of the past never really ha- like had this massive gimmick. Like the F-Zero games, for example, they were just F-Zero games. There was not like this special gimmick to them. The F-Zero to F-Zero X to F-Zero GX while they visually different and they have some different things about it there's no like real big gimmick other than they just good games um same with like um many other of the titles they are you know iterations or of previous games there's no there's no like this needs a gimmick and i and i think the thought process since the Wii has been it needs a unique angle is probably the mm-hmm. wrong way of looking at it. Like, even if if they, like I said, if they wanted yeah. to release games cheaper so they'd sell a bit more, maybe, then maybe do a lower budget game. They don't seem to be doing lower budget games at the moment. I don't believe they've been slowly coming out of that phase with the with the Switch, and uh, even more so the past few years. Just focusing on not so much prioritizing unique, but rather working on improving the foundation of what makes certain experiences so good. Yeah. In the, in the first place, you know, Metroid Dread is a is a prime example. Yeah, and Metroid Dread was a really good bloody game, and uh, yeah. what was it like? Nineteen years since the last. Metroid. Mm-hmm. I know there's been yep. Metroid Primes, like, but I mean Metroid, not Metroid Prime. So, yeah. uh, and there was yeah. other M, but like proper 2D, Metroid 5, yep. follow up from Metroid 4. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> so, it's it's nice that they decided to bring things back. I, it's funny because we were supposed to be talking about remakes and stuff, and we've completely gone in a different direction. I'm not complaining. Oh, the dog of farted. <laughs> I'm not complaining. No. Oh. But um <laughs> you know, it's I'm not complaining. I'm complaining about the dog. I'm not complaining about uh yep. Nintendo bringing back some missed franchises and supposedly we're going to get a Metro Prime 4. Although, yeah. yeah, which I, I don't think Prime 4 will implement any gimmicks either. I I firmly believe that's being made solely for fans of Prime's 1 and two, yeah, um, and to a slightly lesser extent, three, because that was obviously more linear. It was uh, quite a bit, if memory serves. It has been a long time since I played them. <laughs> uh, quite a long time indeed. Um, I think I played Metro Prime Three on release, and I have not replayed it. Right, I really replay games. Uh, there are a couple of games that I do replay, but. Generally speaking, I don't tend to replay games a lot. No. Yeah. But that's just me, Phil. Mm-hmm. 
moving on then to yeah. the final section of the podcast. Uh, Journey. I recently played oh, it yeah. myself. Uh, specifically because, well, actually I was streaming it, but um, we decided uh, that it would be a good game to discuss on the podcast. Um, so you... Um, having not played it before, I believe, played it today. Today, yes. Literally For the very a few first hours time. ago. <laughs> yep. And it was... It was an experience. Surprisingly emotional. Um, in, a, in a sense. Uh, I, had, I had a few people... Uh, I encountered a few other players along the way. And I think what was most crucial was that there was somebody that I encountered somebody during the uh, the blizzard segment I think that was crucial for the for the like for that type of experience uh, that you know, that particular moment yeah I um, had people pop up throughout uh, unfortunately when I got to the blizzard area there was no one there uh, I was with someone and then oh. all of a sudden they just sat down and never moved so I just went on my own uh but right that player that player might have wanted the uh trophy for sitting down and praying next to another player for 20 seconds oh <laughs> so you fucked, you fucked them out of an achievement oh well that's their fault for uh you know being a douche <laughs> i didn't know i honestly didn't know i didn't know there were achievements for i i think i got one uh, sorry not achievement trophy i think i got one trophy i only got two myself yeah i think i got one maybe i got two but i think i got one and uh i don't know what it was for to be honest with you i i played through the game and like i found some of the hidden stuff stuff but not all of it I, I only looked at the trophies after the game but i didn't really look at them in depth which is why i like even right. uh, only now did i know about the trophy for praying next to a player yeah. uh like uh, even though i've looked at the trophy list briefly yeah i mean that that's probably why i'm I will go back to it just to sweep up all of the trophies. Um, but other than that, you know, something I was, I'm happy to have experienced. Yeah, I really enjoyed the game. I've um, like I I played it for the first time uh, last week. I think it was something like that. And yes, it was. I was surprised to find people still playing the game. Genuinely, I did not think people would uh, be playing it now. It's been it's been around for like yeah. sixty years. Like, who's playing sixty year old games? You know, I wasn't expecting to find anyone either, but they were there, or they could have been AI. Who I knows? Don't, I don't think you can have AI, which is um, mm. pretty surprising. Like, I, I remember reading a post on G Arcade. Uh, I think it was Orange Raccoon. He was playing uh, 
journey and he was like yeah the ai partner in this game is actually really good and people were like ha 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 shall we tell him guys shall we tell him uh and they're like no uh, the, the people you encounter are people <laughs> other players so uh, and it's surprising because you play through the game and do things with other players like if you don't know you're doing it with other players there's no communication between you and yet you're both kind of cooperating or just like experiencing the journey together yeah. uh, the fact there is no conventional communication actually makes the uh the game's own sense of communication stronger feature it's all the better for it yeah it's funny because uh like when i was working with people uh one thing they would do is um like regularly is uh press circle near you like you do something and they yes. press circle near you and it's like their way of saying like cool oh good. well then that kind of thing yeah yeah that was my train of thought as well uh, just a simple little thing i think uh the the big um the big thing in the game it's kind of it feels kind of solitary and lonesome for the like yes. quite a bit but then you have when you have this other person come along and like uh be doing the same thing as you in conjunction with what you're doing it i don't know it brings like uh, some sort of like um solidarity between people yeah the initial isolation makes you want to reach out to those other players more yeah as the journey progresses like i knew that in that game if you come across people they are people i think it would have been a lot mm. more interesting to find out afterwards because it would have been like oh those people that that, that those other people were actual people you know what i mean it would be right uh, uh, would yeah. be a, a good surprise uh, uh, you know because most of the time when you play online with people they're dicks but in journey they don't seem to be yeah uh, i'll give you an example the other day uh literally wednesday um me and cumberdane who was on the podcast last week uh played teenage mutant ninja teenage mutant mutant teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge online he opened the game up so anyone could join twice at least mm -hmm. we had someone come in stand on the far edge of the screen and just do taunts and then another person literally disappeared yeah. for like 10 minutes uh even to this day people are dickheads when it comes to playing online unfortunately and journey kind of kind of spits in the face of it you know it's like no in this game people actually yeah. encourage each other to to venture into yeah. exploring the areas and moving forward with your journey Absolutely, yeah. and, and that's why I say it was that that Blizzard 
chapter was perhaps the most crucial time to have encountered another player because you, you do seem to rely on each other quite a lot through that or at least that's what that's how it seems i unfortunately missed out on that experience i had to suffer on my lonesome <laughs> um. yeah it was just just me i i i uh i was uh unhappy Cold being alone uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, if, if that person was just trying to get a trophy, then I apologise to that person, though I n will never know who you are. But um, I would like... I, I definitely think I might play through it again, because it's so short, it's literally like, what, two hours? Something like that? Um, yeah, I spent about two and a half. One thing that annoyed me... <laughs> is you have, like, the ability to float, kind of, like, jump and glide yes. a bit. Um, I got my scarf, which the longer your scarf, the more you can kind of glide. I got that quite long. It was a nice, big, yeah. long scarf. And what happened was there's this thing in the game that you see that can remove scarf. Not all of it, but it does yeah. decrease it by a lot. That happened to me twice, and I was well annoyed because I was basically... I had a smaller scarf than what I started with, it looked like. <laughs> yeah. Probably not that small, yeah. but... Um, yeah, that, that was a... Seeing those... I don't know what they're called. Those, Things. It looks like they're made of stone. But that was really surprisingly ominous... Uh, at the point in which it was, at which they were introduced, yeah. Because before that, I believe was the set piece where you're sliding down this uh, really velvety esque canyon, and it's all so whimsical for a time. Yeah, yeah. It, I I was play when I was playing. I was like, this looks amazing. Like, because it did, it genuinely really looked really, really bloody cool. Yeah. To put it bluntly, it looked bloody it's cool. majestic. Yeah, uh, that is uh, the right word. It was majestic. So you go from this really lush, majestic kind of uh, set piece, in, and then you end up in this little cave area or something. And then all of a sudden, there's these things uh, uh, seemingly hunting you down, for no apparent reason, and it's like there's no there's no fail state or anything that I'm aware of, but it does no. seem like like you said ominous. Mm. At the end of the day, Journey's a really good game. Um, yeah, and it's very reminiscent of Abzu, which I also played earlier this year. I haven't played Abzu, but. I hear that uh, it does very journey similar. very good, but under the water instead of on sand. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, you know, playing through journey, I could, I could definitely sense the the DNA of Abzu. You know, it was all there. The, I guess the foundation of where Abzu came from conceptually, and yeah. Still, of course, visually. 
Abzu is on my to-do list. I I think I have it, but uh, yeah. just getting around it's to it. Like I had Journey on the PlayStation Three, and 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 I I played it for like five minutes. Went, oh, I don't fancy playing this right now, and then knocked it off. And then um, right. I literally the the furthest I got was probably like when you start the game, you climb up a sand dune. I think I got to the top of the sand dune, and I just I just wasn't in the right mood for it, you know. And yeah. then coming to it now, where I was like, I fancy a nice short game. What can I play? Ooh, I'll play Journey. Uh, so I did, and it, it turns out it was a right call because the game is very. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's very fun. Not a fun game for the most part. Like uh, sand surfing around places is fun, but like the game isn't. Like a fun game in that sense, it's more, yeah. it's more of an experience than there is a game, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Abzu is a quite a bit more game-like. Um, there's a lot more to it. That's cool. Yeah, I definitely need to get around to Abzu. With um, Abzu. Uh, is that a short game as well, or is it a longer game? I'd say it's about three to four hour. No, but, well, no, actually, it's about the same length, but I just personally found myself replaying through certain areas more than, than I feel inclined to do with Journey. That's understandable. Um, yeah. Uh, from what I've seen of Abzu, it, it's it looks really nice, but like I haven't played it, so I can't say much about it. Whereas, obviously, Journey I did really play recently, it. so I can I I I, I uh, get the game. It's funny because like I've played Flow and I've played Flower, and I was just not into them. Journey I've played, and I'm like, yeah, this is cool, and like. Flower is meant mm. to be the same kind of thing as Journey, in that it's kind of, it's kind of that whimsical fucking just floating around. Yeah. Um, whereas obviously, Journey is yeah. as the same whimsical. thing, but with reverse reversal. Yeah, whimsical sums it up. Really memorable experiences that you maybe just play once, but look fun, look back fondly upon in reminiscence. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, yeah, to be honest with you, all I can really think is, is um, you know, if you haven't played Journey, then you should give it a go. Don't just play it for, like, five minutes and be like, eh. play through it. It's a short game. If you've got, like, two hours spare, two and a half hours spare, just play through the game. I think you'll enjoy it, and if you don't enjoy it, at least you've, you you could play for like a while to to get into it because like it is very interesting and definitely worth checking out. If you play more than twenty minutes, you'll uncover some sense of some sense of a, a, a narrative. Yeah. Um, besides the objective being getting to the top of the mountain 
and uh, I think the, um, the curiosity of what awaits you at the very top is for me compelling enough not yeah. to drop it but I can't say the same for anybody else yeah it was interesting uh, actually exploring and like seeing these little cutscenes and things because there are little cutscenes in there that mm. pop up um, to put a bit of context behind what's going on but it's not like overly in depth about anything but what it gives you uh, context wise is, is all you really need yeah yeah certainly although I think that the developers of these games I would like to see them lean more heavily into into the narrative with their next project whatever that may be I have no idea uh, I honestly couldn't tell you what um, mm. they are working on I don't even know if they are working on anything or if they've made anything since they could have done uh, yeah that's a point actually I don't know though might have done that game company made her, I think. Hmm. Santa Monica Studios. Yeah, one. But I have no idea what games they've actually made. <laughs> the fourth game was called Sky, Children of Light, and was released on iOS in 2019 uh, on Android. Be why. In 2020. And the la and the it was released on Switch in June last year, so it is on the Switch. I don't know what the uh, game is. I don't know anything about it, but it's probably in similar vein to Journey or Flower, you know something. Yeah, but who knows? I think it it's being an be... iOS Switch release is probably why I've never heard of it. Um, it's probably also why it never really entered the news cycle, like. Abzu and Journey before it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame. And it's on the Switch. If you've got a Switch, you can have a look. Called Sky Journey Absolutely. of Light. Yeah, you could always look. check the trailer. Well, there you go. Um, um, with that, I think it's time we end. Uh, but we will be back uh, in the next episode. I Well, I will be back. Uh, I have someone lined up for next episode as well. But for now, I would like to thank you, Bellion, for taking part in enjoying a chat with me about video games that we all love. Everyone loves a video game. Even people who say they don't like it, they really do. They just play them on their phones and make out that they don't like games. <laughs> yeah, iOS. <laughs> so yeah, that's going to be us. Uh, thank you for listening to the... Um, Peds, uh, Peds' Game Shack podcast. Uh, uh, if you would like to check out my blog, it's pedsgameshack.com or uh, if you'd like to check out my streams, it's uh, twitch.tv slash peds uh, p3dz there. Uh, Ubellion, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, just my YouTube channel, which goes by the same name, Ubellion currently uploading a series of uh, Smash Ultimate music compilations. Go check it out. And with that, we will say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.